All right, welcome back to another episode of As the Drum Turns. I am Laura Smith here with Jeff Hollingshead. Jeff, how are you doing this week? I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> I've been awesome. Um, we've had a great week, Jeff. It's been super busy. But first, how was your Labor Day weekend? Uh, it was great. Seems like a long time ago, right? Yeah, it seems like a world world ago. Uh, yeah, but it was it was good. Yes, yes, awesome. A lot done, a lot of homework. Yep. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. It was great. You're you're definitely studying in the books over there. So, Jeff, we've had a short week, but we've done a lot this week. We've we've just somehow scheduled it all for the shortest week of the of the year. <laughs> so, we've had an acquisition this week, Jeff. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, we uh, had the pleasure to meet the folks at Suburban Materials in uh, Philadelphia. Pennsylvania. So it was great to meet them and uh, that team. Uh, James was the the previous owner who's staying on with us, and mm -hmm. he's a, a great guy and seemed to to have his hands around that business. He's been a part of it for forty years. So it was a pleasure to uh, get to meet all of uh, all of them and their new team members, and and to continue to grow in that Philly market. And I also had the opportunity to go by our plan and talk to our folks and. Got to see Dave, who is bleeding red, white, and blue, which I have deep appreciation for. So it was good to see Dave and uh, and just everybody. So uh, Philly's a, a interesting market for us, and I think that we'll continue to do well and, and continue to grow uh, with the with the team that we've got. We definitely have a group of good people that are willing to do whatever it takes to to get the job done. So I'm looking forward to the future there. So we'll, big welcome and thank you. Uh, to the folks of Suburban Materials. That's right. So, you know, what was interesting, I thought, uh, about Suburban Materials is just a lot of the, they had a lot of like really cool family stories and history in that that had a products location. So they had this like barber chair there. Um, and we've posted a couple pictures of those. And Jeff, I don't know if you remember, um, you know, Dan, yeah, uh, Dan. Dan sat there for a while. Dan, Dan is I gave Dan a haircut. Bald on top, but he still, uh, you know, required some uh, time in the in the barber chair over there. So, yeah. <laughs> not a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> so we are so happy to have Suburban Materials uh, join us. Um, it was really funny. I had a, a message from one of my kids, a preschool teachers, saying that she has a cousin, a first cousin that actually works for them um, as the loader operator there. So I kind of thought small world, you know, all the way in Philly um, and, you know, ties in with uh, Murfreesboro. So that was kind of fun. So we have a couple of announcements today. We've got some podcast questions that have been submitted. Uh, we we're going to talk about the Saturday bonus. Uh, but first, before we dive into that, we had a golf tournament yesterday um, that's an annual tradition, uh, traditional golf tournament that we have every year for our customers in Tennessee. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about um, why it's important that this happens. Well, you know, it was a great, great day. We had two flights first, uh, you know, go, taking off at seven o'clock in the morning, the other one at one thirty. both two full flights. So it was a busy, busy day. And uh, but the weather was perfect. And, uh, you know, you and, and your team did a, a, just a phenomenal job of putting everything together. So. Uh, everything looked great and I know our customers really appreciated the opportunity to get together and, and, uh, you know, just spend some time together in fellowship. I mean, you know, I think that's mm -hmm. what it's, it's, it's all about and it's awesome. And, uh, I'm not a golfer, but you know, we got to work the putting green that's all right. day long, all day long, 15 uh, hours, 15 hours of putting green <laughs> contest. But, uh, and look, it, I only made great. one, one putt, you know, the whole time out of that whole, that, that whole 15 hours. I only made one. Jeff, you had like five. Yeah, I made like five out of five million tries, yeah, I think. Yeah, so, yeah. but uh, <laughs> it, it was good. But I mean, 
you know, you, you don't have a comp- company without customers, obviously. And so, you know, taking a minute to, to put on an event like that is, is important. And, and hopefully it's stuff that we can continue to do across the, across the company, not just here, but, but everywhere. But, uh, but yeah, I appreciate all the customers that come out, appreciate their, their business, uh, so very much. And, and more so than anything, I appreciate all of those that, uh, put forth the effort to put on a great event. So, yes, it was a, it was a great day and thanks so much to all of our salespeople for making that happen. Um, like you said, you know, it's the relationships, it's the conversations that they're, that they're having. A lot of times people, you know, ask why they don't have uh, a big customer event in their market. Um, but we, we definitely encourage you guys to, to make sure that you are, um, touching base and creating those relationships with your, with your customers. It doesn't have to be at a golf tournament. It can be anywhere. So that's right. Um, but anyway, it was a great time. So thanks so much again to, um, to my team, Allison, Tim, Karen, everybody, all sales. So it was, it was fabulous. Uh, so we have, um, a couple of other things. We've got some podcast, uh, questions. Uh, our first one was about the. Saturday bonus, Jeff. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to talk about that, yeah. The com- I think there was confusion around Saturday Saturday bonus, which was caused one hundred percent by me and my conversations with with Beth uh, was not certainly not her. It was me, where we had some uh, back and forth about how we're handling it. and what prompted it is that we're making a switch over to a, a Ceridian, a new payroll provider. So we're having to set some new things up, but, which we'll talk about in just a second. Sure, yep. sure. So. Uh, but yeah, I mean, nothing's changed on Saturday bonus. You know, you come in, you work, you get paid. Uh, you know, the mechanics have, a, I believe, have to work five hours, which is customary. That's always been the case. Mixer operators, you come in and you work until the, we're done. We're finished with the work. Now we have had folks, uh, in some cases, it's it's the minority. It's not the majority, but we have had some folks take advantage of it. You know, where they clock in for fifteen minutes and go home. Uh, you know, stuff like that won't work. You know, we've, we've got to come in and be productive and haul, you know, if it's one load of concrete to haul, then haul that one load and you'll get paid your Saturday bonus. There is not a, a time constraint on, on that, but we want to come in, make sure we're being productive, do what's asked of you, have your plant manager and, and go home and be safe. So, I mean, nothing, nothing has changed. So you're uh, saying there's not a minimum. There's no okay. minimum, yeah. uh, but there is what you have to do, whatever's asked of you. Uh-huh. So, you know, if, if, um, if your plant manager says your truck's dirty and you need to get, and it needs to be clean, then you're going to go, you're going to get asked to clean your truck. Or if we need help around the plant, you're going to get asked to help around the plant. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is no minimum per se. Uh, but you know, you can't expect us to come in and, and, pay folks to do nothing. So, I mean, you know, you got to look at this both ways. So we want to uh, take care of our folks. That's why we did the Saturday bonus. Obviously that's something that, you know, I don't, I don't know of any other ready mix company in the country doing that. Uh, but we do realize that there is a, a lot of sacrifices made and, and, you know, work-life balance is, is, is almost non-existent in our industry. So we have to, we want to make sure that, you know, our guy, we're, we're recognizing our folks to the best of our ability and motivating them to, uh, to want to do uh, do a good job and be a part of our team. So, you know, I, I apologize for the confusion there, but again, I, you know, clearly stated here, there nothing is changing or has changed with the Saturday bonus, and uh, we're going to continue to do uh, good work each and every day. Awesome. Thank you so much for that clarification. Uh, Jeff, we've got our second 
podcast question. So uh, this was submitted uh, from Dustin in Cadillac, Michigan. He says, will there ever be an easier, faster way to access our vacation and PTO time, like on SRM 360 or on our pay stub? Yeah, we're, we're constantly looking for ways to improve uh, th- th- that whole process. And that, as I just alluded to, we're making a switch over from ADP to Ceridium, which is going to be a big improvement. Uh, Ceridium will handle all of our HR functions, all, you know, combined. So from time from timekeeping, so we're, we're switching time clocks uh, to Ceridium's time clocks. Uh, everything, as far as your pay stubs, all your vacation days, all those hours, everything will be tracked in the new Ceridian. Uh, and, and don't get too alarmed with all of this. There'll be plenty of information, and we've got months before this gets rolled out. But but just kind of give everybody a heads up. This is coming, and it's it's a phenomenal system, so much better than what we have right now. And it will help in so many ways. So, you know, for instance, if you don't have your 10-hour off reset, it won't let you clock in. So, you know, we've had a lot of problems where guys are clocking in one minute early, two minutes early, and it's just hard to keep up with, and I get it. So now it's going to track that for you. Uh, the the apps for your phone and stuff like that, it's a lot easier, too, to, to, to deal with and use. Uh, for, straight in one place, you'll be able to access things like the podcast and all the stuff that you're used to seeing on SRM 360. We're, we're combining that with Ceridian's application to make it a lot more streamlined for for our folks so all the data that you could ever want all the information you could ever want is going to be at your fingertips a lot a lot easier to to uh get what you need and get it quicker so i'm excited about it but it it's taking time and uh we've got a whole team of people that's that's working on that every day so over the course of the next three or four months you'll see that roll out and it's things like uh, you know like Ceridian and us investing time in that you know you with SRM you're always trying to improve every year there's always something that how can we make things easier how can we make life uh, work life easier for people at SRM and that's just one example yeah I mean we, we spend a lot of time with that you know to try to make sure that things are are getting taken care of you know it kind of speaks to what happened this week too I mentioned it last podcast but I had to go to Cartersville Georgia on that portable job and and i went there and worked all night with with eric and that whole team uh you know it was one of the worst nights i've ever had working uh it was it was tough and not just not because of any people were working hard and doing all they could but that the grout and and batching a thousand yards of grout every night is just it was tough uh and and we were standing in two foot of concrete all night I had to throw my clothes away. It was just, it was, it was terrible. Uh, but, but we made it through and we've seen, a, you know, I know I've seen a lot of ways to improve, you know, you know, we didn't have proper wash down racks, you know, I, me and another gentleman, we washed down every truck all night long and they were loading so terrible. Um, and we were on man lifts washing trucks down instead of having a wash rack. So we fixed that, you know, our, our, our operators there, a lot of new folks and some of them non-CDL holders because it's, you know, it's on a portable site. We, we hadn't communicated well with them about what our expectations were and about how we could, you know, better them when that job's over and, and, and just about our overall culture. So we had the opportunity to speak to that and, and get to know people a lot better and introduce our, our company properly. We had a lot of ladies there. Uh, you don't have, you don't have running water at a portable site, you got port johns, but you got a lot of ladies there driving trucks, 
that are, are asked to use restrooms and, and stuff that's not fit. You know, it, it just so I put a different, you know, we that's added right. Porta Johns. There wasn't a dumpster uh, in, for trash. I mean, it's just stupid stuff. I'm that, sure the ladies appreciate that. Yeah, they got a pink Porta John. It <laughs> should have already been delivered, but, mm. uh, but, you know, it's like it, it, we talk about on the podcast about treating people like people. You know, when you really get out there with you, the people and you work all night with them and you figure out what they're dealing with you start to have a deeper appreciation mm -hmm. for what it is that some of these guys were going through. And those guys were going through a really, really tough situation uh, on that job site. And so where we can make life easier, we want to make it easier. And, and I know, uh, and that really is true on everything. We want you to focus on your job. We don't have to, we don't want you worried about your pay stub. We don't want you worried about your vacation days. We want to make sure we're taking care of that for you. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want you worried about, you know, is your truck going to work or, 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 you know, do you have a wash rack or do you have a, you know, stuff that, that just, you just need to do your job. So our intent is not to, uh, not to provide those things. And so if you're in a situation where we're not doing that adequately, it's not because that's the company we are. It's just because it's gotten overlooked or, or people haven't given enough attention. And so, uh, we're working to improve. And we're going to continue to improve in, in every way possible and and keep, you know, truly treating people like like people. If you have a question for Jeff, you can send uh, that right over to us. We've got a link on our newsletter and you can submit there. Uh, Jeff, we do have a retirement announcement that we wanted to say congratulations to one of our team members. And I'll let you do that. Yeah, Eric uh, Senesi in Columbia has been with us for for. A lot, since we made the acquisition in Columbia, and he's retired, so just want to give him a shout out. Appreciate his time with our company and and all the all the effort he's put in. So so we wish him well in his retirement. That's right, absolutely. That's awesome. One day I'm going to retire and I'm going to work at uh, the golf course that you own. That's exciting. That's right. I'm excited about that. <laughs> That's going to be years from now, but yeah. I'm already One looking day forward I'm to retire it. too. <laughs> Congratulations to Eric. We hope that you um, we appreciate you and we hope that you enjoy your retirement. That's a big deal. Uh, okay, Jeff. Um, so we've talked a lot about uh, what's been going on this week. How about you tell us what's uh, going on in your head? Well, I will tell you what's going on in my head, Laura. I'm excited about some stuff we got coming up. We got another acquisition we're going to announce next week uh, in Texas. And we got some really interesting stuff coming up as well. Uh, some some big stuff. So Cliffhanger. I'm excited. Cliffhanger. I'm excited to see what I'm what's the big excited. stuff. <laughs> I'm ready to go to work. So, uh, no, but we're, we're, we'll be looking forward to that over the next couple months. Um you know, making those deals happen. But, you know, one thing that I wanted to speak to a little bit, and I alluded to it earlier, is just about motivation. How do we motivate people? And, you know, there's a, a number of different studies and stuff that you can look at on how to motivate people. And, uh, but at the end of the day, it's, it's what works for your company. The obvious motivator for folks is pay. You know, you got to pay people well. And so we try to do that at our company and we want to motivate people through pay and making sure that they're making a fair wage. I don't think it's fair for people to work like dogs and have to worry about keeping their lights on and, and paying their mortgage. I, you know, they, they need to earn a fair pay for, right. for the work that they put in. And uh, I, we pride ourselves in, in providing that. The other thing to motivate folks is, is just the task that's asked of them, right? The job design, characteristics of the job. 
And so we've got to look for ways too to, 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 and we just, we, we spoke all over this with the questions that were asked and, and even the stuff I spoke about in Cartersville. You know, if you're a manager at our company, how are you thinking about job design? How are you thinking about task and what you're asking people to do? I'm a big proponent of, I never want to ask anybody to do something I'm not willing to do. Uh, and if, if I'm not willing to do it, or if it's total chaos when I do it, then why is it going to be any better when I ask someone else to do it? So I, I want to make sure that, that we're being fair with the expectations and fair with with uh, what we're asking of our workforce. And if we can make things easier, let's make it easier. What a motivation when you come in and you've got, you know, you got good trucks to drive and you got clean plants to get loaded in and it's not trashing your truck every time you get loaded and you, you got a place with a, a hose that works where you can wash down and you can get on and off the job properly. I mean, those are things that's like, Oh, that sounds easy, but man, it's not easy. If you don't have it, it's really freaking hard to 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 do your job. And so, it's 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 really darn near impossible to do your job if you don't have the tools to do it. And so, uh, you know, I was reminded of that the other night. But I mean, if you know, just simple stuff that you're just like, man, if we just had this, it would make all of our life a lot easier. So, and I think that's probably applicable to to everybody. You know, if you're working in an office and you don't have, you know, if you get slow internet, that sucks. You know, or if you can't, Jonelle's on and off, that sucks or whatever it is. So, I mean, let's just get people what they need to make their jobs easier and not harder uh, and look to, to the way that we go about thinking about the job, the characteristics of the job. How can we motivate people? Don't want to stay here and retire from here. That's right. Um, and sometimes, Jeff, I, I'm going to speak to this really quickly. I always say um, <clears throat> this is kind of this is a quick segue, but uh, I think it's really important for you to uh, be a guest in your own home. Yeah. Uh, if you have a guest and you're excited about bringing somebody into your own home, how about you stay where you're expecting them to sleep? You shower where you expect them to shower. You get ready. You eat. Like, go be a guest in your own home. Do you have like clean sheets? Is the bed comfortable? Do you have? Um, does the shower spout work? You know, all these things uh, are example. That's just a that's an example. But I mean, what does that look like? Are you a guest at your at your own plant? Like, what does that look like to be? You need to go be on site, see what they need, and see if you can operate. A hundred percent and and well put. I mean, you know, that's what we mean by boots on the ground. It's it's understanding what people are going through. If you're a manager at our company, you need to know what it feels like to deliver a load. You know, you should do a ride along. You should, you know, stay in the batch house for a couple hours. Understand what those, understand what people are going through and under, you know, look for ways. And it, it, it's small stuff. It's never big stuff. It's, it's, it, it's insignificant, you know, in scale. Well, it's like people people need it, you know. Uh, again, on that Carswell job, they need they needed a place to to wash down because the way they had to, they had to have it. They need a porta john. They need a dumpster. They need a skid steer to keep the pad clean. They need a hammer hoe to to hammer hoe the concrete out that that's dumped. You know, you can't expect people to have high expectations for themselves or for their work. If you don't have high expectations, you know, for, for what you do. And they may not know what they need. They yeah. may not know the tools that they, they don't yeah. know what to yeah. ask for if they don't know. Yeah. And it's, you know, you're, you're right. And I, I think that again, for us, it's not a, a matter of, look, we, we don't mind spending the, the money. Mm -hmm. We don't mind spending the money to get people, to give people the tools that they need to do their job and make it easier. Uh, you know, so reach out, let us mm -hmm. know, 
reach out to managers. Managers understand what people need and, and talk to your people. Talk to them. Get out in front of them. Speak to them. Make sure that you're addressing needs the best of your ability. But <clears throat> so, so, I mean, you got to motivate people that way. And lastly, you motivate people through what we talk about all the time, which is our, you know, appreciate, recognize, and encourage. If you want to have a workforce that's motivated, you know, tell them, tell them, tell them how you feel. And I, look, I'm terrible at this. I, I tell, you know, I'm, I'm do as I say and not as I do because I, I got to I got to continue to improve on it too. But you know, I've, I've got some people. It's easier for me to brag on them when they're not here. But uh, uh, but it's. You know, we've got folks that I'm so incredibly proud of, of the efforts that they go through and the work that they do each and every day. And and we've got to motivate people that way. Of course, pay matters. Of course, uh, job characteristics and tasks and, and what they're doing and how they're doing it and tools we're giving them to do it. But then lastly, it's just this appreciation, recognition, and encouragement. You know, letting people know, you know, hey, man, can't do it without you. You're doing a great job. Uh, keep 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 doing what you're doing. So, you know, if we do those things, I think we'll continue to motivate folks and motivate them to want to continue on to uh, to be the best that we possibly can be. And we are the best we can possibly be, Jeff. Or we we try to because we have people like our go getters. We have a go getter this week, and I'm very excited to announce uh, he is from Guyton, Georgia, a mixer operator, and that person is none other than Tim Albert. Tim Albert, you are the go-getter of the week. Congratulations. Uh, They say that Tim is one of the most reliable guys you'll ever meet. He gets to work early and often asks for the last load. It's been busier than ever at the plant, and he has stepped up with training and teaching the new group of operators. He is a real go-getter. So congratulations to you, Tim. Great job, Tim. Appreciate you. All right. And if you would like to nominate a go-getter, you can do so on the 360 app. Everyone, we hope you have a wonderful week. Thanks, guys.